Hi everyone. Good evening or I do this every time. Hello, whatever time it is, wherever you are listening to this from. Um I hope you're doing great. This is another episode of Chase Corner. My name is Uche and welcome, welcome, welcome. So today we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic that I think does not get a lot of screen time, airtime within the Christian community, but is a very important one because a lot of us do struggle with it, but we don't really think about it. And that is gluttony. I have a very special guest with me, Dami, and we're going to be discussing everything about gluttony from the Christian perspective, of course. Hi, Dami. Hi, Uche. How you doing, girl? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. I love the energy, fam. Thank you for agreeing to do this. Amazing. I'm excited. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for the platform. Thank you for the opportunity. What you're doing is amazing. And I really, really support what you're doing. So, yeah, I'm I'm really happy to be here. Thank you so much. Guys, Dami is like a day one stan. I love it. She's so supportive, so encouraging. God bless you, Dami. Really, really honor you. Really appreciate you. And yeah, I was so glad when you when you when you mentioned the topic of gluttony, I was like, whoa, that is such a huge thing that we really don't talk about. Yes. And it's so key. But I, I don't know. I just want to get your perspective on this. What is gluttony, first of all? Gluttony. Um, for me, my understanding of it is a place where you sort of worship food or mm. you idolize food. Um right. and you take I mean, it takes place of even more than God in your life. Um, right. Sort of a thing where you lack self-control and hmm. you, you just basically, you, you put it at the full place of what, what, what you do. So there's no, there's, it's first in your life and it doesn't put God in the place of where he's supposed to be. Right, 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 right. Okay. That's very interesting. And I guess from that perspective, we definitely know that gluttony is sinful. Um, yes, I it feel, is. I know that there, yeah, I think it's one of the so-called seven deadly sins. Yes. Um, I, gluttony is one of them. Yeah. Um, okay, that's very interesting. And I think just your definition raises a few key things. One, idolatry. Um, two, a lack of self-control, and three, a misplacement of the priority of where food should be yes. in life. Yeah, and that's really interesting because when you look at it from that perspective, it's easy to see how it's a really big problem and not just a little thing of, oh, I like to eat, yes. I'm a foodie. Yeah, it's a really big problem because with idolatry, we're told that we should not have any other gods before God. That our God yes. is a jealous God. That's number yes. one. And that he hates idolatry of all forms. And we yes. also realize as we are going in the in the 21st century that our, our gods or idols rather are not just like graven images, but there are different things, you know, different things like sex, money, drugs. Yes. Um, a smartphone can be, social media can be an idol, you know. Yes. People's image. And food can also be an idol, really. Um, when when it when it takes the place of God, um, yes. and also just really quickly, just all from your definition, sis, like she came with the heat. But um, I'm also reminded of the scriptures about self control. You know, um, where it is a fruit of the spirit. Yes, 
yeah and also the fact that um the bible says that um we do not have the spirit of fear but of love power and a sound mind yes. and the actual translation of sound mind there is self-control wow so i think that's really really interesting that even just in your definition we're able to hit all those points already whoa sis amazing wow. amazing yeah that's really good okay so question though do you think that this this thing is i don't know do you think we're taking it too deep like are we being too deep or is it a really big problem i mean we hear all the news about obesity and all of that is it is it more of a i don't know are, are we are we just going too far with this whole topic because I, I want right out the gate let's let's get let's get on with that one okay um no we are not taking it too deep it's a very serious issue um even amongst the christian community i i think i sent you a link um yeah various um known worship um leaders that are really mm-hmm. gifted anointed um have come out to say that they've had addiction to food mm. which has really impacted their lives it's affected right. them for such a long time and it's a very serious thing because when you when you do that it obviously affects maybe the way that your self-esteem yeah it affects the way that you see yourself um mm-hmm. and that's a very big part your identity is who you are it's, it's all of who you are and so if you don't have strong self-esteem it sort of ruins everything else I think anyways yeah. And so um, food addiction, um, a lot of people suffer from it, but they don't know about it. And um, obviously, it's not only just about your self-esteem and the way you look. It's about health issues that people have as well. Um, Obesity as well, it happens. It can lead to diabetes as well, too much sugar. Um, It can lead to um, just being out of breath, um, just Mm -hmm. not being in shape, not being able to do your normal responsibilities, even ministry, you know, it affects that as well. Not being able to, you know, maybe if you're a worship um, leader, you can't stand for too long. If you're a preacher, you can't preach for too long just because you're not fit, you're not healthy. So when we talk about um, gluttony, it's a very serious issue um, that people have. and you're skinny like if you don't you, you still suffer you're not fit yeah. do you understand so um it's something that needs to be tackled in the church because it's not taught about health and fitness and knowing how to manage your food self-control um because i believe when you have mastery over your, the food you eat when you have self-control it can really help you accelerate in yeah. life in different areas so it's something that we really need to look into um pray about and inform people and educate people yeah, yeah. Honestly, I like full disclosure. I think this is something that I personally really need to learn about because I I have like major self control issues when it comes to food. Um, and I've noticed that I tend to emotionally eat. So like eating yes. for comfort, eating when I'm stressed. Oh my god, especially when I'm stressed, I just find myself reaching for. That's when I eat like the most unhealthy stuff. Um, it's usually when I'm when I'm dealing with a lot of things that I don't really know how to compute. Instead of finding really healthy ways to, you know, deal with that, I find myself really yes. food for comfort. Yeah. But why do you think that people do that? And is there a way to break out of that? Definitely. I think, yeah, um, definitely. I think when it comes to emotional eating, um, obviously that's that's a channel that people go down to because that's what they know of obviously there's other healthy outlets that we need to learn and inform people of how to manage your emotions um 
you know there's different ways of um, we we need to learn how to be um, emotionally intelligent anyways is a skill that we need to have to be able to function in day-to-day life um but um you know even therapists psychologists they will tell you that you know we need to learn um, other um, healthy ways to manage our emotions um because emotional eating is not also a healthy way to deal with things and it happens and there's also grace as well because these things you know people should Yes, this. Um, so, yeah, emotional eating, wh- what do you think can be done? Okay. Uh, when it comes to emotional eating, again, as with um, therapists and psychologists, as they will say, is that even if you want to stop emotional eating, you need to replace it with other right. things. So I believe you need to, um, you know, know your triggers mm. Um, and be able to, you know, first of all, pray about it because I believe it's not by power nor yeah. by might, but it's something that you can commit into the hands of God mm-hmm. and ask for his help and, um, you know, just seek what he wants you to do. And then after that, you know, listen to what he tells you to do and how he tells you to deal with it. Um, but also, yeah, so just um, if you want to stop emotional e- um, eating, I believe there's other healthy outlets that you can look into, other things you can exercise mm-hmm. if, you, if you're not feeling mm-hmm. all right. You can speak to a friend. Mm-hmm. And you can read a book you can read and um, watch an edifying movie yeah. you can worship you can pray um yeah. can, you know go to fellowship different kind of things um instead of um, emotional eating different kind of outlets you know right. um you can take vegetables mm. um and um you know those are the other things that you can do um instead of um emotional eating yeah right right thank you um i i like i like that these are practical things but also like spirit-led you know because truly we start and end with prayer and sometimes these things are really not they're not things that we can overcome in our own strength really um, yes the, the help of the holy spirit truly and there's something that you said that i, I it struck out to me you said that earlier about you know not even being able to do ministry when you are a slave to food, basically, and, you know, you get to this point of really being unhealthy, you know, you can't really do the things that God has called you to do. And I guess in Christian community, we somehow or sometimes see people who work out a lot, who stay in shape as being really vain. But the way that you put it, the perspective you're coming from is like, okay, you have to steward this temple of god that you have this body and part of stewarding it properly is to ensure that you're feeding it the right things and that everything is in proportion so that you're able to do your assignment on earth and do the things that god is calling you to do and i think that is a really good point because i think for me on my personal journey um before i came to christ i was super like I wouldn't even say I was health conscious, but I was like super size conscious. So I I can't say that I had a really healthy relationship with food anyway. It's just that I really wanted to be thin. And I used to Mm. work out, oh God, I used to work out like a demon. (laughs) (laughs) I used to work out a lot, like twice a day, you know, a lot, a lot. I'm not saying that working out twice a day is working out like a demon, but I mean, my motivations we're all wrong. I wanted to mm. be so that I could, I, I felt that I would be way more attractive to men. It was, it was a lot about external validation. That was why I yes. was working out so much. It was always about that. And 
somehow when I came to Christ and I realized that he loved me, I, I just felt like, oh, so why am I stressing myself? Mm. <laughs> it's really silly, but I, I, I really came into that. I don't know if you've ever heard of that thing where when people get into a relationship or when they get married, they put on happy weight. So yes, they, they do. Weight. Yes, I've heard yeah. of that. Yes. So that actually happened with me in my walk wow. with Jesus. I literally like it was it was crazy i i stopped going out going to the gym it kind of slowed till like i completely stopped because it was a really it was a really idolatrous thing for me anyway the working out the working out was okay it, it was really bad and it was bad because the motivations were all wrong my motives mm. were all wrong so i stopped which perhaps in hindsight i should not have stopped and then i stopped eating really healthy i just started to eat whatever and in my mind, I'm like, Jesus loves me. You know, it's fine. Um, <laughs> like, I just I, I, just wasn't paying attention to my health or to my weight or to my body. And over the past, I've been working with Jesus for six years now. And over the past six years, I've put on a lot of weight, um, mm. which I'm now trying to control. But it, it is something that I will personally say that it's been a bit of a struggle for me to just even get it into my head that this is something important you know enough to warrant attention which i think is often the case with a lot of believers we just don't see it as that important like we see people who like do the whole bodybuilding thing do the whole fit farm thing we i i've noticed perhaps this is just in my community i've noticed generally that there's kind of an attitude of it don't take all that sis like you don't have to do all that jesus yes yeah 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 so so sometimes we kind of look down on people like that like they're focusing too much on their body so they must not be spiritual you know so yes i I know that that's (laughs) that's that's a bit of an attitude that i've detected sometimes and so i won't lie i've actually been there i've been the one you know I've been the one dishing out those types of snide comments like, sis, you don't take all that. Why are you so focused on your body that you're not going to take to heaven? Heaven. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. It's really silly, but I don't know if you can speak to that for anyone out there who's thinking that way as well. It's true. No, I agree with what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. Um, For me personally, I love walking. Hmm. You know, for me, I see it as a time to also fellowship with God. Right. exercising as well right and so I don't come at come at, um of it as a worldly perspective because that pressure mm-hmm. has been there initially I won't lie yeah. to you I've had that pressure but when I feel like with God I see it as an advantage to exercise right. it's another way I mean nature nature proves that God is real nature proves yep. that God is there yep. so being outside is another wow. way it's another way to keep your spiritual journey going on wow. you know a lot of people so get tired they get weary by doing the same routine right. exercise and running with God trust me your relationship with God will be in a new dimension mm. And I'm telling that from experience, you know, doing different things, speaking. You can even, me, I believe even in speaking in tongues while um, Mm. praising, sorry, I don't know if that's allowed for me to say, but while exercising, I can also speak in the spirit and it it just gives me a new revelation, you know? So, um, you know, I... a lot of christians don't take it as oh exercising means that you're 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 worshiping your body and you know people are doing Mm -hmm. that don't get me wrong people have the wrong motives when they exercise it's not because they want to know god or it's because you know 
external validation like you said before um but coming from a different perspective i see exercise as another forum to get closer to god to hear god in a different dimension and to be able to again exercise self-control it really helps it really helps with self-control when you're running when you're skipping when you're doing things trust me it increases you in so many different ways so yeah spiritual into the spiritual walk with God. So it's not just a physical activity, but it's something that feeds into your time with Jesus. And I think that's a really cool idea, you know, to make exercise, you know, part of, you invite Jesus into the exercise time. So it's not something you do aside from Jesus, you know, it's something you do with Jesus and spend that time with him. And I think that's really great. I know know that When I'm exercising and I have a really difficult set, ah, man, those tongues will come blasting because <laughs> I need the whole host of heaven to help this girl <laughs> one of those sets. Because, you know, burpees be kicking your butt. <laughs> ah, geez, I, hate, I hate burpees. I hate burpees so yes. much. Oh, God. Anyway, that's, that's just an aside. Um, thank you for that. I, I think we've talked a lot about exercise as well, but I, I also want us to talk about also breaking that idolatry of food and that addiction of food um like you said there's a there are a lot of deep-seated issues that make people idolize food one there's the societal one you know because in this modern age there are food adverts like everywhere almost the same way yeah sex ads everywhere it's like food and sex Mm. it's like I think we're really in this stage where we are so encouraged to consume, consume, consume. And that's, that's really anti-biblical if you think about it. Um, I'm just going to read yes. something. There, there are a few scriptures, you know, that, that talk about gluttony. You know, it says, do not mix with, that's Proverbs 23 verse 20 to 21 says, do not yes. mix with wine bibbers or with gluttonous eaters of meat. For the drunkard and the glutton will come to poverty and drowsiness will clothe a man with rags, you know. Um, wow. The Bible doesn't encourage like unchecked consumption, you know, but yes. society is definitely doing that. So if you're not careful, you know, even, and it, you know, it's not just with, it's not just with food, it's with everything really. Um, even yes. with like watching TV and movies, you know, binging is now a normal thing and binging used to be a a word associated with food but now we binge watch tv shows we binge watch movies we binge binge things you know and and now unfortunately especially during the lockdown people also binge watching porn which is very 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 Mm. sad um and people people are doing a lot of binging generally um yes so i wanted to ask that beyond even food you know and exercise do you think gluttony can extend to other things that manifest as a lack of self-control yes yes um gluttony can extend to greed Mm. and it could be in anything else not just food it could just be in materialism (laughs) it could be in lusting Mm. It could be in conviciousness. Yeah. It could be in your lack of um, contentment. Yeah, yeah. As well, it breathes into so many things like wow. gluttony, like greed. I think it, it translates into different areas, different forms. Um, you know, as you said, it covers quite a lot of things. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, I think it is really deep, and it, I think it's it's a it's a conversation that needs to be very 
nuance and we need to start having more of these types of conversations um yes. yeah even for someone like me honestly i'm not even gonna pretend guys like i i know it's something that i really need to get under control you know and Yeah, and I think Mm. a lot of us do struggle with self-control from time to time. Some people are more disciplined than others. But I think as believers, we really, really need to get, you know, ourselves... Hammer it in, Discipline, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know that I've listened to a couple of people who actually advise that part of the way to get over a food addiction, uh, a gluttonous heart and things like that, part of the way to tame it is fasting, you know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Fasting. Yeah. Do you want to speak on, you know, fasting and what how that helps? Okay, fasting is amazing, as you said. Yeah, fasting is amazing. Um, you know, for me as well, um, it's something that I've um, you know, the beginning of the year, I said, yeah, let me get into that because I believe fasting sets discipline mm, up. Yeah. Um, it sets more focus. Yeah. For God, yeah. so it takes your focus off the food, yeah. and it replaces it with yeah. God. And so you seeking God first, I believe the desire changes. So I believe that in doing that, you're able to get close. You're you're basically denying your flesh. Yeah. And so in denying your flesh, I believe you're mastering and you're telling your flesh that I'm your master. Right. That you're able to cut off. The, the 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 stronghold of the flesh you're able to kill it mm-hmm. off because you know our flesh screams yeah. sometimes it screams it goes into war mm-hmm. but i believe with fasting and prayer you're able to kill it off and show who's show show your flesh who's boss, yeah who's the boss yeah. so with fasting i believe it brings concentration yeah. it brings a focus it changes it, sh- it shifts focus yeah. so it takes focus off the food yeah. and it shifts it to god and then god fills you up mm. god fills your appetite that's really good and so when it fills your appetite, the fasting decreases, the flesh decreases. And so when you fast and you do it more than one time, you do it again, you do it again, you start to know that mm, this craving is coming up, but I can able to, I'm, I have that one second gap to say, no, I'm not okay. going to answer to the craving. Or I have that one second gap and say, no, I'm going to choose a better option or something yeah. to eat, rather than choosing the pizza, rather than choosing the chips. Yeah. I'm going to go for the vegetables. I'm going to go for the fruit. Yeah. So with that fasting, it brings time for you to reflect. It brings time for you to just be calm. You know, we live in a fast paced society. Yeah, we do. And so we don't have time to sit down and reflect. We don't have time to sit down and be still. Yeah. And I think that's one of the issues that's causing a lot of trouble as well. Mm-hmm. So with fasting, you get time to sit down, you get time to rest and you get time to be still and you get time to focus on God and you get time to kill the flesh. Yeah. 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 That's really good though. Um, and I, I love the angle of even like sitting still and, and mindfulness, you know, because in the, in the Bible, we're told several times to, to be still before the Lord, to meditate, Yes. word you know and and truly this world is filled with so many distractions and it does distractions yeah fast pace that if you're not intentional about setting time to spend with god and really be in that place you're, 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 you're exactly you're just not going to get into it because there's so many things calling for your attention all the time um, yes. and i think fasting can really be a great way to set aside a period of time to um to really seek the face of God and to silence your flesh so that you can hear him more. And now the one topic of fasting, I just want to clarify for anyone listening. We don't fast to get things from God. We fast to tame our flesh. 
so that we can hear God better. You know, just as Dami said, mm. you know, you, you master your flesh because your flesh will always be screaming. Um, the Bible says that the spirit is, en- is, is, is the flesh is enmity to the spirit, you know. Spirits, yes. Yeah, and the flesh will never want to do anything that the spirit will want to do. And the spirit, you know, because your spirit is led by the Holy Spirit of God, it will always want you to come closer to the Father. It will always want you to become a better person, yes. more like Christ, more like Jesus, more like the perfect image that God has purposed for you. But your flesh will always want to go in the opposite direction. And what we do is yes. that we're not like you don't fast for a job. You don't fast for, for money from God because it's not like you're twisting God's arm. You are silencing this flesh and it's, it's yes. evil desires. It's lustful, hateful, um, gluttonous, envious, you know, um, I don't know, all, all the all the evil desires that, that come with the flesh that we have, if we're being honest with ourselves, that we have from jealousy, time, yeah. You know, just being in this world and being in this sinful body. We have to silence the loud voice of the flesh and let the Holy Spirit really speak. And because yes. the Holy Spirit is speaking, it's just about dialing down the volume of the flesh so that the spirit, we can hear the spirit better. So I just wanted to chip that in just in case anyone thinks, oh, yeah, so we're going to fast so that God can do something. That That's that's not really why we do it. Um, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. With most things for God that we do in quotes for God, it's more for us than it is for God anyway. So yes, it's not it's not even like we're fasting for God. God doesn't need us to fast. Like he does. He doesn't need us to fast at all. <laughs> at he all. doesn't at all. At all, sis. At all. Um, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. And there's also this saying that I like to see as well. Like when mm. you fast, you're also building your spirit man up as well. So right. it's definitely for yourself as well. But you get also get to see that there's more spirit in your flesh. Yeah. There's more strength in your um sorry, there's more strength in your spirit yeah. than there's weakness in your flesh. Right. So that helps as well. So right. that you're able to really hold on to that truth when the cravings get strong mm. that there's more um strength in your spirit than weakness in your flesh. Yeah. 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 That is so good. That is so good. Um one of the links that you actually sent me was about a lady who'd had I think it's gastric bypass or is it gastric sleeve? I, I didn't fully understand yes. the terms. Yeah. Surgery. Yes. Um and I, 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 I applaud her for doing that, you know, because she did it to control her health because she had got into a really unhealthy weight. But I, yes. I, I I think it's important for us to not even allow things get that out of hand, you know. Yes. Because um, when things are getting to that level then we've really let things, you know, go beyond what it should be. And even the Bible preaches moderation. Everything should be done in moderation and we shouldn't do things in excess, you know. But how do you even know that? Like, how do you know when things, like you said, a lot of people are not, things are so fast, you know. And you you spoke about, like, sitting down and sitting still and mindfulness. But how do you even know when things are getting out of hand? When it's just like, oh, yeah, just a cute, chub tom or whatever to okay this is a bit of a problem okay do you know i also want us to come from an angle of grace as well right right because what i realize is that some of these things are in terms of our lack of like gluttony eating overeating some of it is sort of head head how do i say it's generational as well right right right. yeah it's hereditary 
so yeah hell yeah that's it and some of it is from like your family members and stuff mm-hmm. and you wouldn't know until later later on and I think yeah. that's what's happened for a lot of people yeah. it's sort of the norm yeah you know yeah um I think a study showed that you know sometimes like a lot of overweight people if you look back you see that their parents are overweight yeah or there's somewhere in their family so there's an eating thing as well so sometimes it's not even the person's fault or mm-hmm. you know and sometimes some people don't have the means to they don't know the means of how to deal with it mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. because when it's seen as the norm you know no one's gonna really do something and you have to know that not everyone maybe has money to go to gym not everyone has money to buy healthy food because healthy food is quite, it's quite expensive, expensive in some yeah. places yeah pardon it is quite expensive yes healthy food so when you see it's majority of the time is most people in their adult life mm-hmm. they have the time to fix it yeah they have the time to address it and some people are not taught the spiritual disciplines as we've spoken about before yeah. some churches don't speak about it so it's only until later on that people do their research that they know oh my gosh this is what i'm supposed to do mm-hmm. this is what i'm you know so i think that's where the gap is the issue yeah. is you know our, our parents are not educating us um the older generation is not really educating the younger generation maybe yeah. they have to look for the information now thank god we have social media we have different things so people are able to look for these things themselves yeah but before i don't really think that was the case as yeah. well yeah so, yeah that's true i i think even in an african context where you know being of and please i just also want to put out we are not talking about sizes this is not about bashing anybody's body type or, or I, I'm a, I'm a plus size babe, um, so I'm not even bashing anybody's body type. No matter where you fall on the scale, that's it, this is not a conversation about body type. It's about healthy practices. Mm. Um, but yes. as well, you know, in 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 African communities, um, being of a larger body type, you know, is generally seen as being healthier. It's I mean, until recently, it's seen as more desirable, especially for females, you know, um, for women, you know, when you're more curvier, it's seen as more desirable. So I think that also feeds into that thing. I mean, I have a lot of friends who are quite skinny who get made fun of, you know, and people say a lot of things about, oh, you're too skinny. You need to eat, put some meat on your bones. You need to do this. You need to do that. And mm. that doesn't mean that they are healthy anyway. It doesn't mean that they don't have problems with gluttony, with overeating. Some people just have a yes. metabolism than other people. Yeah. Yeah. So this yeah. is more a hard thing than, than, you know, an outward thing. But generally, th- these things also do not help people, you know. Um, the society, like you said, the culture does not also help people take control of these things. Like our parents show love, a lot of them, through food, so food is like a love language in a, a love language. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So it's like, oh, have you eaten? It's like the highest expression of food. And then, you know, family, people, people constantly want to yes. feed you, you know. Um, but but you're right. Perhaps even in the church communities, we have to take responsibility to even when we gather and we, you know, do picnics and barbecues and love feasts. Perhaps we, we need to look at the content of what we're giving you know, or what we're bringing to the table. People to eat, yes. Yeah, are we bringing nourishing food or are we bringing junk, you know? Um, just like, you know, we, in most in most Christian gatherings, you probably wouldn't find alcohol because you don't know who's coming out of alcoholism, you know? 
perhaps yes. you know yes. in certain things we should also think of you know who's battling with certain food addictions that we also have to be mindful about um yes. I, I, I know this is a very complicated <laughs> thing to think about but it's just it's something that came to mind as you were speaking, you know, how we can even be as a community, how we can support people who are going through this. Because, I mean, it's not something that people talk about a lot. And unless you actually wear the evidence of your overeating, for example, and that you're obese yes. on the outside, people, it's not something that people know. It's not something that people yeah. notice. Um so and it's not something that people generally take as a serious problem you know because when we talk about addictions even in the christian community we tend to talk more about the alcoholism you know gambling you know drug abuse you know yes um, the popular sins yeah yeah like the popular sins in quote you know we don't really talk we don't really talk about like food addiction and you know other things like that um and greed and just how it can manifest even in relation to things as simple as food you know we don't really talk about that you know um Mm. so yeah i think we definitely need to as christian community start to think about ways i don't have the answers guys i don't have the answers to what that really looks like but i think it's something it's a conversation worth having you know about how can we as a community start to look into this um i know a few churches have started doing like um working out together doing like a i don't know like a group workout thing as part fitness of yeah yeah fitness yeah. thank you <laughs> yeah fitness <laughs> as part of church activities um a friend of mine shout out to her um olari waju um diali boop, boop. um Ola official underscore Ola Larry Omoa Fitness. I've literally plugged all her all her names in there. Whoop, whoop. But yeah, um, she she did this really cool thing during lockdown. Um, for some of us who were in like the women's, just the women's thing in church. But basically, she just sent it out for anyone who wanted to join in, and you know we would work out together on Zoom, which was really really good. It was very encouraging you know and lovely yeah lovely we even had a group chat for the women who wanted to work on managing their weight and taking control of their lovely habits so i think definitely just like with anything else in community in christian community accountability definitely helps you know yes just like you wouldn't want to deal with a porn addiction alone I don't think it's wise to deal with a food addiction alone as well. Yes. Yeah. Because I think you can benefit from a lot of support. I mean, we're having this conversation and I'm already learning so much from you. Like, I need to pick your brain after this one. I'm looking at you. I'm learning from you too, sis. I'm learning from <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm learning from you. Mm-hmm. But what, what um, can you give like, maybe like two or three practical steps for someone who's just starting out, what would you, what would be like your first three things for someone who has a food addiction and wants to come out of it? Like first three things you would ask the person to do. Okay. I think for me personally, I always like to start with prayer. Yeah. I just always like to just, you know, know that I've spoken to God about him and just yeah. sort of listen to see what he says yeah and just be transparent you know just every area you know where you're struggling how it's mm-hmm. making you feel just being wow. transparent to God and then you know just looking at looking at you know 
you know, looking out for his voice and, you know, looking into scripture, seeing what he says, because you have to make sure that you have like a conviction for it as well. Right. Not just because yes. you're hearing from somebody or you're seeing it from somebody, because that's not going to sustain. You just need to make sure that you've, you've formed your conviction. You know what God's speaking yeah. to you personally yeah. about it. Yeah. And then after that, then I'll definitely suggest, um, you know, praying about you know maybe if you want to get accountability praying about the right people praying for God to direct you to the right people that can join and agree with you Mm -hmm. um you know praying but sometimes it may not be that God may direct you to sources on the internet that you can get that can be able to help you classes you can sign up to and stuff like that but just make sure that you're acknowledging it you know that's another thing I know acknowledge that you have a problem as well you know because some people stay in denial and yeah. they don't acknowledge that they have an issue as well yeah. so just acknowledging it and that you have an issue as well and yeah. then um speaking to people about it maybe doing some research about it if the lord right. needs you to do some research research about it right. and um, because even for me i'm not gonna lie i know i have a method that i use as well that i feel like mm-hmm. god led me to use that right. really helps me with self-control as well right. and right. so um you know obviously something that we can speak of after the show as well that you know maybe something we can put in a document that we can send out to people but yeah. there are some strategies that you can use that will just help you at that moment when that craving is high when that craving right. is intense right so yeah. just making sure you get research out there um yeah. you know getting accountability speaking to somebody um people sisters trusted people that can support you that can yeah. join you as well fasting as well that helps yeah. as well yeah and um also if you're stopping something you have to replace it with something else right. that's what i believe as well so mm-hmm. again um finding other activities that you can be doing instead of yeah. because sometimes they say gluttony is as a result of boredom as well sometimes you're bored sometimes you're 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 using it as a void so looking for other means other outlets for you to be able to um use utilize um instead of um, overeating so looking for other methods as well so those are the things that I would suggest um, um right now in terms of combating it yeah wow okay thank you so much those are really really good tips um, I think I'll share a few of mine as well. Things that have helped me definitely prayer. Huh? That's a really big one. You know, that's, you know, just like you said, that's the first step to acknowledging that you have a problem and taking it before the Lord, because anything that you want to do, Jesus provides the empowerment for it. And we can't yes. in our own strength. So definitely start starting with prayer Two, I would say, um accountability really helps because you're more likely to do something when you know there's someone watching your back Mm. as well i would say meal prepping and Mm. planning when you have a plan that you're sticking to it's way more likely that you will you know you will follow that plan and not go off the rails than if you were not using a plan and you were just like taking it just day by day. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the point is not for you to become a slave to whatever plan you're doing, but it's to help you is to teach you how to eat healthy. Um, so I, I did a couple of programs with shredder gang. Um, everyone please check them out. Shredder gang on Instagram. Um, poop, shout out to shredder I, gang. They're doing an amazing yeah. work. They're, they're really doing amazing work and um 
fun fact actually the the ceo of shredder gang um mrs boomy george mrs boomy george oh god english is hard um she was <laughs> my dami i don't know if you guys have that in england but she was she was my school mother in in secondary school so i knew her in secondary school so uh, she's right. an amazing person she's a believer she's a minister actually um and wow. also you know a mom of two and she she's really about that Jesus life, which I also wow. really love. So she brings a great perspective to fitness that is not based in vanity. It's not based in um it's not based in superficial stuff. It's really based in wellness and stewarding your body as a temple truly. So I really amazing. love with her. And honestly, they do amazing stuff and they have great results. And their plans are really easy to follow. Um, regardless of wherever you are. I, I actually thought that being in Nigeria it would be harder to follow the plans, but it was really easy. Like I got everything that was on the list and it wasn't amazing. Hard. So um that is one thing I, I really recommend. Get a good meal plan and stick to it as much as you can. Please, I mean, try not to cheat on the plan. Um, <laughs> another thing that the meal plan helped me with was to see that I really did need as much food as I thought. Yes. I, I was eating yes. way more than I needed. I was eating way too much food, you know, because um, the meal plan helps you with portion control, which is something that we just... You know, sometimes it's not just about eating the wrong food. It's eating way too much of yes. the right yes. thing. You can eat too much of the right thing, you know, um, portion control. So getting a meal plan really, really, really helps me. Um, also, I started to see food from a different perspective. I started to see food not as just an activity or, or a pleasure thing, but more as fuel for my body. Yes. So I to look at do I need more fuel? And I, I started to really analyze the things I was doing in a day. You know, some days I was more active than other days. And on the days that I was more active, I would say, okay, perhaps I need more fuel because of all the things I'm doing. But on the days where I'm really not doing anything, I actually had to think to myself, do I really need to put in more fuel? You know, because it's like if you have a car and it's filled to capacity. If you keep putting in more fuel, it's only gonna be wasting fuel problem for your car. Yes. So that's wastage. And that that is not of God. So um I I started to see food as fuel and and not, you know, like they say, eating to live, not living to eat. So that was yeah, I had to change that mindset. Um and another person I would recommend for everyone to follow is Mazino Malaka, Daisy Mazino Malaka on wow. on Instagram. Her handle is Mazino Malaka, so as it's pronounced M-A-Z-I-N-O-M-A-L-A-K-A. I don't think there's an underscore, but please just search um Mazino Malaka. She's a nutritionist and she's also like a wellness coach. So she has really great tools on teaching you how different foods affect your body how they affect your system she's really big on gut health so she teaches you the things that help you feel good Mm. from the inside and it's she's not focused on losing weight or anything she's focused on teaching you how to nourish your body how to treat your body right and she's also a believer she's an amazing woman of god um 
um amazing worship minister amazing she does amazing let's not even like get into all the things that she does so um highly recommend following her um and her content is it's beautifully presented it's really easy to understand she doesn't like go over your head she breaks things down in ways that you can understand because i know that a lot of the nutrition stuff can be a bit overwhelming when you're new to yes. it, but she has yes. good resources, yeah, that are easy Amazing. to digest, that are easy to understand. Um, simple tips for even helping your digestive health, which is another thing that we don't think about, you know. Um, yes. Like simple things, like she gives tips, like when you wake up in the morning, you know, warm water and lemon it helps your system it's like amazing your system and a lot of us don't even think about things like that so it's not focused really on losing weight it's no it's about health health Health. yeah maintaining your health yes should be the focus actually um it it should actually be the focus it's your health your well-being and gaining control over your consumption gaining control over your body so those are some tips that have helped me as a person um highly recommend that everyone check those out um another thing i would say is mindful eating so (laughs) yeah most of us in this generation we eat mindlessly and it's also because there's so much entertainment yes so we're usually watching i mean self-included usually watching tv or a movie or a youtube video or listening to music or doing something while eating so we're not even paying attention to the food really so sometimes we find that we're not actually experiencing the food a lot of people say they're foodies but they don't actually experience the food in the way you would expect or sometimes you know or sometimes sis we're not even chewing the food we're, we're not chewing the, the food. food oh my god that is we're swallowing the food thing. yeah just swallowing because you know we're just so focused on whatever else it is that we are doing we're not paying attention you know and i realize when you eat mindfully you can actually experience the flavors the texture mm. of the food you can actually enjoy the meal more than if you were just wolfing it down mindlessly you know and then when you're doing all of that because of the whole cinema culture where they want you to buy things even in movies we tend to see people eating while watching things so it reinforces our minds that oh you can't watch something without eating something so Mm. even when we have like movie movie nights or movie dates or whatever it's kind of ingrained in us that we need to eat while watching, which is so bad for us. It's so it's bad, bad for us. Yeah. It's really bad. <laughs> so, so bad. It's really bad. <laughs> yeah. It's so, so bad. Oh, God. Culture will not be the death of us. We need Amen. salvation. <laughs> Amen. Like, guys, when the Bible says, do not be conformed to the, the ways of, of the world, world, the patterns. Yeah. We, we need to renew our mind because there's so many ways that this culture wants to ruin us guys like there's so many ways it's really built to take us out if you think about it there's so much different things very deep things that we're waging sort of wars i would say (laughs) against different things slamming against us you know so it's important that we just really be aware yeah and just really be sensitive to what's happening yeah Yeah. you're so right you know i was i was teaching i was listening to a teaching by someone last week and he was saying that we have to realize that everything in this world is is actually geared at 
detracting from our walk with God and distracting us like that we don't yeah. even think about like even your curtains you know obviously that was a joke but even your curtains are designed to distract you and to make you not focus on the things that matter you know yes we just really focus on things that don't matter in this life <laughs> you know and yes yeah we have misplaced priorities and we channel our energies in the wrong direction yes and all of that yeah and these are the things that we really 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 need to um get to terms with and really take control of um yes and as far as I'm concerned, the most important element in all of this is ha- having a relationship with Jesus, having a relationship yes. with Christ, a real relationship yes. with Christ, um, not a going to church life. No, it's not going to sustain. Because yeah. like you said, you have to know the why. You have to have a conviction, you know, and that conviction has to come from Christ. If you don't have that conviction, if it doesn't come from Christ, it's like anything can come and sweep you up and uh, follow whatever yes. is the latest trend. You follow whatever else your friend is telling you or whatever it is, your mind or your emotions are telling you. And yes. our emotions are real, you know, they are powerful, you know, but hmm. the thing is that we are not our emotions. We can't keep living in slavery to our feelings and wow. to appetite. That's a word. You know, so That's a word. we have to, like, we really have to overcome this. But the first place is getting to know Jesus. When we yes. know Jesus, we are able to see things from a heavenly perspective, you know. Mm. We're able to see things clearer. I love the song from Prince of Egypt, like looking at your life through heaven's eyes. You start mm. to see things. Um, also, when we look from Christ's perspective, we're less selfish. So we're yes. able to see things from other people's perspective. We're able to see that instead of eating this much food, I can share with someone who doesn't have, you know, yes. a friend of mine or someone now, you know, who I can give this to instead of eating all of this food, I can actually save this up because God will start to tell you, oh, there's a rainy day coming. Perhaps you should wow. you know, ration some of this, you know. Fantastic. And, you know, if, if you, if you wow. eat anything today, what happens tomorrow when there's nothing, you know? There's mm. some talk about food shortages, mm. you know, especially because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Yes. There's a yes. lot going yes. on, yes. you know. And and we know that we are in, uh, we are in the last days, and we know yes, that we are we are know, in these days. Things are gonna mm. get harder and harder and harder. Yes. And harder. Yeah, and if we mm. don't learn to regulate our consumption as led by the Spirit, mm. we will face a lot of trying times. You know. Yes. Um, I remember when I was in youth church, um, mm. our, our youth teacher used to say better learn how to fast now before you find mm. a problem that will make you unable to eat you know come on like now you, if, you, <laughs> if you actually develop the habit of praying denying your flesh you've trained up a certain level of spiritual muscle so that the problems of life don't shake you as much you know I- imagine if someone is used to practicing the habit of going without food for spiritual sustenance yeah can you hear me Dami, can you hear me?
Easy. Yeah. <laughs> Technical troubles. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dami, can you hear me? Okay, okay, perfect. Um, so I yes, sis, I can hear that, you. Yes, um, sis. When someone has built the spiritual discipline of going with food um, for, for spiritual mm. reasons, it's easier for them to go through seasons of, you know, distress and famine and external pressure that makes it like unable for you to actually eat food because you've trained up yourself, you know, um, but, but ultimately everything boils down to having a solid relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, the Bible says that those who are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And Jesus is the only one who gives true freedom and being led by his spirit is the only way that we find freedom from our flesh and freedom from the things that seek to control us. God does not, God is not manipulative. doesn't seek to control us. He doesn't want to enforce his way on us. He wants us to choose his way. He wants to teach us his ways. He wants us to think like he does but he doesn't want to force us he doesn't want to manipulate us he doesn't want to control us like our fleshly desires often want to control us like people in the world often want to control us in fact the bible basically equates anyone who tries to control you with witchcraft actually um manipulation is witchcraft yeah yes yes you're speaking truth i just want to invite anyone speaking truth and I'm going to ask Dami to say a specific prayer for anyone who's dealing with gluttony and food addiction and, you know, greed or excess or any of the things we've talked about tonight. I'm going to invite her afterwards to say a prayer. But I just want to say if you if you do not have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, I just want to encourage you to to to, to let him into your heart. Um, it's not just because you want to be free mm. of, you know, uh, uh, an addiction. The reason to let Jesus into your heart is because he saw the states that we were in, that we were born into sin, that we could not help ourselves. We were already facing mm. eternal damnation because we were born into the sin nature. And there is no amount of good works that we were ever going to do that were ever going to make us right with the father so god came himself as a man in the form of jesus Mm. and he laid on the cross and he took all the sins of the world he took all our shame he took the judgment and the wrath of god that we were supposed to experience Mm. he took it himself thank you lord and thank you jesus he did that so that you thank can you, have Lord. fellowship with the father so that you can be called a child of god a son a daughter mm. of god that you can have unbroken intimacy and broken access unfettered access to god and to his word and you know there's there's a there's a quote i've been sharing a lot on my posts Jesus is for everyone, guys. There's no exclusive group of people Mm. who get to know Jesus better than others. Jesus is for everyone. So please, I just want to invite you, if you'd like to make a decision to start a relationship with Jesus, um, please just say this prayer. Lord Jesus, I thank you for dying for my sins. I acknowledge that you are Lord and Savior, that I am a sinner in need of, of your grace in need of your love 
So today I repent, I turn away from my old ways and I take on your new life. I, I, I take on everything that you have for me. I invite you into my heart to become my Lord, my Savior, my Father, my Redeemer, my friend. And I want to go on this journey of life this adventure of love with you. I want to be part of the Holy Trinity. I want to be part of the bride of Christ, the, the, the church, the holy community of God. I want to walk this life with you. I don't want to do things on my own. I want you to be my guide, Lord Jesus. Um, and the Bible says that if you, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, you're going to be saved. So if you pray that prayer, please reach out, send a DM. If you don't know any believer or any community that you can plug into, please reach out. I'll be happy to answer any questions you have. I'll be happy to assist you with, you know, getting in community, wherever you are, we can recommend, you know, people to help you. Thank God for technology and local is yeah that you can plug into amazing thank you lord jesus for everyone who said that prayer and we just trust that you've started a new work in their lives and they are on the best adventure that they could ever go on they've made the best decision they could ever go on and we just ask god that you just strengthen them and you continue to give them grace and peace on this journey with you in jesus name amen yeah, so do you mind closing Amen. for us with Amen. a prayer for anyone who's struggling with gluttony, um, food addiction, lack of self-control, and anything that we talked about tonight? Okay, amazing. Amen. Amen. Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we just want to thank you, Father, for you are good. We thank you, Lord, that you are king. We thank you, Lord, that you are creator of heaven and earth. We thank you, Holy Spirit, Father God, that you know us. We thank you, Lord, that you are our father. We thank you, Lord, that you love us. And we thank you, Lord, that you die. Hey, sis. Yes, sis, I'm here. Oh, yes. great. Sorry. Um, I'm so sorry about all this. Um, so do you mind just taking the prayer? Um, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll edit it. <laughs> Lord is going to... Sorry about it. I don't know the, all the breaking. My alarm goes off as well. I think that broke it as well. So yeah. I apologize about that. No, it's okay. The devil is trying it, but you know it's a lie it's a lie people are getting Sorry. free in jesus name amen. amen um yeah so yeah if you don't mind just starting the prayer again thanks okay father in jesus name um father in jesus name lord god we thank you holy spirit for you are alpha and omega we thank you lord that you're beginning and the end we thank you lord that you're our good father who cares about us we thank you holy spirit for the love that you showed on the cross we thank you lord for the sacrifice you made we thank you holy spirit that you call us your own we thank you holy spirit father god that you call us up your 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 where you're beloved we thank you lord that you know the number of heads on our head we bless your holy name father god i just ask right now that 
anyone that's going through um any addiction of any sort or anyone that's going through any sort of struggle um with sin i just lay it down at your feet because it says in your word that we should cast all our cares um at your feet because you care for us so father god i just pray right now that lord you give them the strength father god to turn away from their sins and to cry out to you father god for you to just release I pray that Lord they just encounter the love of God and the love of God mm. is what will pull them away I pray yeah. that Father God that they just cling on to you Father God I pray that you provide mm-hmm. support you know a good accountability group Father God um, it says mm-hmm. that where two or three people are gathered so you're there and they're missed Father God I just pray that Lord that people will um, reach out to them Father God and provide the support I pray that you direct them Father God to trusted people that can be accountable they can be accountable to I pray that you give them the strength Father God to be able to do meal plans to be able to do meal preps um to be able to have a strategy a strategy mm-hmm. father god to say no to the things of the enemy to things of the world mm-hmm. and to cling on to you father god i pray father god that you give them strength father god it says in your word that those who trust in the lord that faith will rise that trust will rise mm-hmm. that they will run they will not grow weary they will walk mm-hmm. they will not grow faint i just pray for strength to rise up in them in jesus name father mm-hmm. god it says that lord that Lord you give us the desire to come on to you Father God I pray that Lord you give all of us the desire Father God to want to worship you to want to seek mm-hmm. after you Father God in place of seeking after worldly things I pray that we run after you Father God our heart mm-hmm. I pray that our hearts yearn after you Father God I pray that you give us pure and right motives Father God to want to live a life that glorifies your name in our body in our physical health in our spiritual health Father God I pray that you give us right motives pure motives to want to glorify your name not because we want to pepper them not because we want to you know look good no 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 we want our lives father god to sing glory to your name father god so i pray for the right motives father god and lord we lean on you father god because we cannot do anything apart from you is not by power nor by might but it's by the strength of the living god that we're able to be who we're supposed to be so father god i just want to say thank you lord because i know that lord anything we pray in accordance to your will that you hear us so thank you lord you've heard us thank you lord you answer us father god and thank you Holy Spirit, Father God, that you will give us the strength to live as you called us to be. Lord, um, as we go today, Father God, I pray that you build us and I pray that no weapon formed against us will prosper. I pray for each day that you give her the strength to keep going, Father God. I pray that, Lord, you give her the inspiration, the ideas that she needs, Father God, to be able to spread your word. I pray that, Father God, you'll continue to protect your daughter and her family. I pray that, Father God, you'll continue to make her grow, Father God, so she'll be able to point the world to you, Father God. I pray that she'll be able to to fulfill the purpose that you've given her um on this uh father god thank you holy spirit for this time we worship you we bless your name in jesus name i pray amen hello dami hi i don't know what happened just yeah can you hear me i can hear you oh did it cut off it cut it cut off oh sorry oh, oh no. no it's okay um uh yeah I, i'm sorry do, do you mind just taking just like the last part of the prayer um no worries no not at all i don't i don't it's fine it's fine i'm so sorry oh this is so annoying it's fine it's, it's fine no it's fine it's fine 
And Father God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, Father God, for your presence is here. We thank, thank you, Holy God. Spirit, Father God, that you're here in our midst, Father God. Um, we just pray, Father God, for anyone that's going through any addictions, anyone that's going through um, anything right now, any bondages, Father God, we pray that you release them from it in Jesus' Amen. name. We pray that, Father God, you give them the strength, Father God, to look to you, to cry out to you, Father Amen. God, and that you'll meet them at their point of their need. Father Amen. God, I pray, Father God, for accountability because it says where two or three people are gathered, that you're there in their midst. I just pray that you provide support yeah. i pray you direct to people to trusted people that will be able to support in this journey mm-hmm. i pray father god that you just give people the the guidance that they need father god i pray for trust to rise faith to rise i pray against shame or guilt mm-hmm. that wants to rise up in anyone we destroy in the name of jesus father mm-hmm. god um we know that for freedom that christ has set us free so i just yeah. speak freedom into anybody right now that's going through anything i just speak freedom into their lives right now that they're set free father god and that lord mm-hmm. jesus that they're a new creature in you father god we thank you holy spirit father god we just praise you because we cannot do anything without you lord jesus um thank you lord that it says in your word that if anyone lacks wisdom that you will not be offended that we ask for wisdom so i just pray that people have boldness and and and, and strength to be able to turn to you um, um in their time of need in their time of where they feel broken that they turn to you and they find peace in you they find strength in you father god i pray that they don't get tired they pray they don't grow weary I pray for every weary soul that they receive strength right now in Jesus' name. Um, Father God, I pray that, Lord, you just continue to make your presence aware in our lives, Father God. I pray that your presence is made known in our lives, Father God. I pray against the spirit of giving up. I pray against the spirit of just feeling that this is too much, Father God. I pray that, Lord Jesus, is not by power, nor by might, but by the strength of the living God. I pray that people learn to rest in you, people learn to rely on you, and just know that you're here ready to do the work, Father God, with us. You're ready to take the stress off us father god because it says in your word that if we cast our cares on you father god you're ready to take the burdens off us father god because you care for us so father god i pray that people's identity are reaffirmed i pray that people know that they're royal priesthoods in you and that their identities are affirmed in you father god i pray that people know the love of god i pray that the love of god is apparent in people's lives i pray that people know the love of god and through the love of god they're able to choose you than sin. I pray that through their the knowing of love of God that they're able to choose you um, than more than sin. So Father God, I thank you, Holy Spirit, because it says that when we pray in your will, that Father God, you hear us and I believe you've heard us, Father God, by faith. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the testimonies that will come after. Thank you, Lord. Um, I just pray for each day. I pray that, Lord, you continue to strengthen her, that you continue to direct her, that you continue to keep her and her family. She will not be tired. She will not be weary in doing the work of the Lord. I pray for clarity. I pray for more boldness in Jesus name I pray for more support Father God I pray that our heart is humble our heart remains pure before you Father God I pray that Lord Jesus you continue to make her light shine brighter and brighter Father God I pray for the strength to manage all her responsibilities Father God I pray that she continues rest and relies on you I pray that Father God that she doesn't do anything for um, validation Father God that she doesn't do anything for the applause of men but she just continues to keep focused on the calling that you called her that she continues to walk in her purpose mm-hmm. and that father god you that at the end of the day you'll be able to say well done my good and faithful servant and that she'll make it and she'll just make you proud so father god thank you holy spirit for who you are we worship you and we bless your holy name in jesus name i amen. pray amen Woo! oh my god come through with the prayer sis come through <laughs> with the come through we started praying. i'm learning from you sis i'm learning no, no, no. I'm learning from through. you. I stand a praying queen. I love it. Woo! 
David, David. I'm learning oh from you. Oh my god, like my Nigerian actor become full force. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much, David. God bless you. Really, really appreciate Amen. you coming through. Really appreciate the prayers, and I pray that you know God continues to pour into you and strengthen you. grace and wisdom um in everything that you are doing you are so blessed and thank you thank you thank you i'm so honored and so grateful thank you for stopping by and having this conversation with us um really really grateful such a wonderful insightful impactful conversation it's been thank you everyone for listening i hope that you've learned a thing or two if you haven't learned anything, at least Dami has released some serious prayers over you. So <laughs> take the prayer and start running with it. Um, but yeah, please let us know what you think about this episode. Feel free, as always, to drag our theology. If you believe we're yes. getting things wrong, please correct us. You know, in love. Yes. <laughs> we pray in love, but even if you don't correct us, <laughs> love, cha- correct us cha, so that we know. Um, give us feedback let us know how we're doing what you would like us to change what you would like us to keep i don't know let us know how it goes and i pray that this finds you well i pray that you continue to bask in the love of the father and continue to radiate his joy everywhere that you go in jesus name so amen amen Have an amazing week, guys. I'll see you again on Wednesday with a mini episode. Um, Until then, bye. Bye, Dan. Bye. 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 Oh, gosh.